Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello and welcome to the 269th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Do you sound like you have coronavirus? I do? Yeah. Why? Your voice sounds more gravelly than normal. It's just it's just that we're recording this at 9.30, you know? You might need to uh, down a shot of hand sanitizer. <laughs> I, got, I got a lot behind me. Is that is that your official recommendation? Yeah. All right, well. Um, how, uh, what is your... What is your view on it? Like, how uh, how nervous are you? Are you nervous? So, Lane and I were just talking about this in terms with regards to like us traveling. Um, the one thing that we were thinking about doing was taking a mid trip trip with her with her uh, with her family, with her dad, brother, and uh, stepmom. And we, for actually other reasons, we're probably not going to be able to do that trip. We were going to do something a little smaller scale, potentially visiting one of my friends in Paris. Because he's doing he's doing um a year of school there, and we are probably not going to do that after all. And it's just to prevent or just not find ourselves in travel while coronavirus is a thing, especially with it being in Italy. You know, it's I guess it's just only a matter of time before it starts to spread out to, pl- to spread to other places. With with regards to going to England, I'm I'm honestly not too worried about it right now i am but i guess uh, i mean that's also under the assumption that you're still going to be able to go because a lot of friends are signed up for the paris marathon and they're saying they might be canceling it soon oh really there's a there's a travel ban not ban but travel advisory to italy yeah yeah um and so i feel like this stuff is just going to cascade uh across the across the continent so i am i I mean, I remember you and I having this conversation before of let's just be very careful about booking travel at all right now. Right. Anywhere internationally. Um, just in the with the fear that things might get canceled. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, with with regards to this trip coming up right now, at least the, the, the primary part of it, going to, to London next week and then uh, Birmingham, Bob. Birmingham beyond and then coming back home. I'm not too nervous about it yet. Um, just I don't I don't know if they're the cases in in the UK at least are significant enough to be to be concerned. Um, but we'll see how things go over the next few weeks. Uh, there's mm-hmm. nothing nothing we we'll really do. Like we're 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 definitely going. Um, I guess if things become dire or or, or concerning. With regards to traveling back, then we'll figure it out from there. But right now, I don't have any any um, plans with regards to yeah. that yet. Okay. Are you guys going to be uh, taking any precautions while you're traveling, or have you have you even thought about that kind of stuff? What What do you mean by that? Like, like, are you going to be traveling with masks on? Are you going to try and avoid like large crowds as best as you can? Are you going to bring as much hand sanitizer? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, masks, no. Um, mask off. Yeah, mask off. Um, 
I mean, are we are we bringing? I I don't even know. Can, how, it depends on how bit, how much hand sanitizer we can bring. But mm-hmm. we always we always bring. So this is like this has always been a thing for us. We are always bring um, like antibacterial wipes and such mm-hmm. to wipe down surfaces. Before you, yeah, yeah, on the plane and 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 whatnot. We will probably really on the plane. Yeah, yeah, on the plane. So you're telling me like when you get on the plane, it depends you, like, on the wipe it, the tray down. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on this. It depends on the plane, but yeah, that's or like on the on the on like the the duration of travel. I don't in domestic flights. I don't always do this, and it's only something we've started doing. I don't know a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. mostly like on international flights where we're going to be settled in for a lot longer. Not to say that oh, you know, being exposed to it for half an hour won't get you sick, but I guess just for the my my the sake of my my comfort, and so. That's probably something we'll be doing. In terms of subways and and whatnot, I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. We will probably be traveling around by private car. I guess a decent amount, like private car, being like Uber or. Oh, or I'm like about to fr- say, who like, are you? <laughs> or like friends, or like friends and family driving us around. So, outside of that, we're not. We're probably not going to be doing a ton. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overall. I'm not overall. I have. I'm not making any like major changes or to how we're living for this. Like it, it's, I'm. I'm. If we were going to, if we were going to China, then yeah, I would have a lot of uh, a lot of precautions. I think, but but with uh, with us going to England, I'm not too concerned yet. I mean, what like what? All right, so so walk me through the precautions you would take if you were traveling to China. Like, Jeez, what, I just want to go. <laughs> well, like, well, that's what I mean, though, right? Like, there's no precautions you really can take. Yeah, the so only precaution is not going. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, if if this was if this was a thing where it's England and and it's like it's like a red zone, then I'd be yeah. like, okay, well, we gotta we gotta figure out how to cancel yeah. things. But I guess I'm I'm guess I'm inheriting your gaming PC. <laughs> well, I don't know. Even if even if you get it, it, there's there's don't don't renege on it now. It's too quick. I just asked for it. If if I was my my concern wouldn't really really wouldn't really be for me or Lena. It would be for Gordon, if if he were to get it with his with his immune system, with mm-hmm. us, like the 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 lethality of coronavirus isn't as high as as something like Ebola. So, would you consider uh, Gordon to be immunocompromised? I don't know what they would consider him to be. Yeah, I don't really know. Like what? Like what is a like? How do you treat a baby? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, my. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out like what's the uh, what's the play here? You know, what's uh, what's the best way to really deal with all this stuff? And I, I certainly don't have the answer. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, let's say so. Like with a thing like a marathon, one of the things is you get a lot of people from a lot of different countries coming over, and so I think for them one of the risks is do you do you basically potentially accidentally let somebody in who has it and is around a ton of other people and you can't really screen properly like you just can't you don't have the system to handle this mm-hmm. so like when they when they say okay um when tokyo's like all right well we're going to allow 200 elite ru- elite runners to come in and and run you know you can screen each of these people you could figure out where they were they did they interact with anybody who's come down with it or was even at risk in the last how long so 
for us, if we were going to say like a concert, like if we were going somewhere where there's a ton of people, I would be a bit more concerned. But I, like sitting in an airplane, yeah, we're sitting around a lot, like a decent amount of people. But I'm not sure if we're going to be interacting with a lot more people, with any more people than we would if we were to say to go to the mall, mm-hmm. which we were at earlier today. You know, so I don't. So, yeah, when it comes to that, I'm just not super concerned because of where we're going. I don't I mean, I've looked it up a little bit. I'm not even sure if there's I think the U.S. has more people who are infected with it than the U.K., but I don't Mm -hmm. I don't know if that if that's actually accurate anymore. But I guess by the fact that I don't know that number kind of suggests or indicates that, yeah, I'm not super concerned about it right now. Yeah. Um, Depending on how things break down over the next couple of weeks, then maybe I'll be a a bit more concerned about it. But. But right now, I just don't feel like us going to England is putting us at any more risk than us staying here. That's fair. Considering I do work at like a hospital, for example. So like if somebody were to get it, then if somebody in Philly at least were to get it, they might end up at the hospital that I work at. So have you uh, have you been like uh, shopping at places recently uh, that are like big box stores to see what kind of run on supplies or maybe say that one more time? Like, um, I've been getting a lot of news articles about, like, people going to Costco and buying all this stuff up or, like, buying all the hand sanitizer or the, I see. the water or the toilet paper. Have you encountered any of that? Uh, I haven't. I haven't myself. Um, but I've heard that that might become a thing. I'm sure that it certainly is. Um, I should probably, I should probably, well, I'm not going to be here for the next few weeks, but I should probably stop at BJ's at some point and pick up some stuff just to, just to, just in case, mm-hmm. just the essentials. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, just trying to figure out like, what's the, uh, like, how are people reacting, responding? And, uh, right. It's, a. Uh, I so I just watched the, the Vox episode on pandemics yesterday, like Vox, mm-hmm. Vox explained. And this is actually an episode from back in November, so it's just kind of a coincidental thing. But but pandemic disease outbreak, like this is these are these are things that humans have had to deal with for a long time. And thinking about things like uh measles or black death or the plague, like these things these things wiped out people and, and bad, you know, Spanish flu. So oh, so million. Yeah. So you have like I can't remember they said how however many however many different diseases at some points during human history wiped out like half the human population. That's insane. And yeah. so when we think about diseases coming around now, it's certainly a big deal. You know, if you get thirty people infected, it's a big deal with it. So they the the bulk of the episode discussed SARS because that was one of the more like modern cases of like what the hell is this thing and how do we contain it that they were able to kind of dive into and they were discussing or showing like how it how it infected how it infected people and how it spread throughout the world and so you can have like 30 people being infected by it in a short amount of time and they will classify that as like a severe case and so like to me i'm sitting there watching like oh 30 people that's not that like you know 30 people out of a population of however many million but i also but i do get it um you know you if it's that infectious and you're not able to lock it down, the fear is, well, who do those 30 people interact with? Because those 30 right. people could have spread it to another how, like hundreds of people. And so like, you just can't, you can't really track this down. So 
it's definitely a scary thing. It's a tough thing. It's a, it's an impossible task to really try to contain, but but humans have become exceptionally skilled at at finding ways to to fight against these these diseases. And really? so, well, like you just compare considering like human history, like That's with fair. things like vac- vaccines right. and washing our hands, uh, just even have being able to identify. Hands more? I wash my hands pretty pretty frequently anyway. Uh, so, yeah. are you a clean freak? I kind of am, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, no better time is to that, be one right su- now. Is that surprising? No. I mean, I think we're all a little OCD about our own thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, I, I, I've talked, so I've, I've talked, I try to talk a bit about it to my, with my boss because he's an immunologist, one of my bosses at least. Mm-hmm. And we've kind of had somewhat just, um, casual conversations about it during a couple of lab meetings and yeah it's just like there's a lot of information being spread out there's a lot of information being spread about this and it's a bit difficult because it's all like all this think about like an active shooter situation not to try to like make a parallel Uh saying this is we throwing laptops at people again (laughs) i hate you uh (laughs) so anyway i'm just saying that's what all the experts say to do throw whatever you got at your yeah throw whatever you got at hand um no, but th- when you when you have these situations when all this news is coming out really quickly, you get a lot of I don't want to say conflicting reports, but in those cases certainly a lot of conflicting reports, a lot of a lot of information that ends up not being completely true. With things like a pandemic, when you have a lot of information because that's coming out, people trying to figure out what's going on, it's it's difficult to get a, uh, a handle on what's true and what's not true what you should Mm -hmm. be worried about and what you shouldn't be worried about should you be changing your should you be changing the way that you're living your life with regards to the or like because of the fear that you could get sick and it's difficult to know for sure what you should and shouldn't be doing or what you should and shouldn't be afraid of at any given moment so at this point i don't feel that i need to feel super concerned at least for my immediate safety Mm-hmm. but that could change in a month's time so we'll see i mean it's certainly still spreading and that's that's one of the biggest con- that's one of the bigger concerns but one of the right. other things that i see is that the death rate that you see is somewhat high it's it's a little it's a little it's a little uh inflated supposedly because a lot of the people that are sick in wuhan where where it originated were not are or still are not able to get access to hospital beds so they're not able to get proper treatment so they're either waiting in line literally waiting in line to get a bed at a hospital or they're staying at home and getting other people sick and if they're not getting treated they're also dying and so they have kind of a higher proportion of people dying relative to other places where, where people are getting sick but are actually able to get adequate health care so you don't want to get like you no. Know, you shouldn't want to get sick or feel like oh you know if I get it it'll be all right like it's not that big of a deal. Um, who wants to be sick? But again, I just don't feel like in my current situation or where we are going, we're really at any greater risk than what we are at right now. So I'm not feeling super concerned about it yet. There you go. There you go. I mean, then, yeah, it's like uh, it, it is serious. We're treating it with the the right level of respect. I think we're also not trying to like fall prey to like fear mongering or panic yeah um it's like you said we're not trying to get it 
it seems like the going thought is if you do get it and you're young and healthy and you're not immunocompromised, it'll be a bad version of the flu, but you should be okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, if you have a bad version of the flu, do you go to the hospital? Yeah, I think so. I, I've So, have you ever had the flu? I have had the flu. It sucks. I've had it. I've had it once that I know, like, for sure. I had flu-like symptoms for a day another time. Uh, so, the first time was I was in, I think I was in middle school. I was in, like, eighth grade. The second time what I team remember, were you on in eighth grade? G team. Ugh. Actually, okay. it wasn't even eighth. I think... It was either seventh or eighth grade. It doesn't really matter. Um, I also had it. I had I had it in grad school, my second year of grad school, I think. And it was flu-like symptoms that lasted a day. By the next day, they were completely gone. So I don't know. So that's what was not a thing, that. right? Yeah, I don't. I don't want to count that as the flu. I just don't know what you would call it. It may have been. It may have like I may have. I may have gotten the vaccine that year, and so maybe mm-hmm. I got something, and my body was able to handle it. In a short period of time, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense. Um, Maybe. I mean, it sounds like you didn't get like your body either took care of it or it never like manifested itself in a serious way. Yeah, yeah. So right. while we're talking about this, I've I'm, I have gone to the CDC's website to talk to look to look up if there's any if there's any concern. Are we being told to pray it away? <laughs> to see if they say if there's Sorry. any concern and. As far as I can if see. I, if I pray twice a day, does that mean I'm safe? Yeah, it does. Okay, cool. Um, so the CDC says there's watch level one for global measles outbreak and mumps in Scotland, which was in 2015. So global measles outbreak as of January 3rd, 2020. Otherwise, there's no no uh, concerns with traveling to England. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I... I guess this is definitely one thing I would want to keep an eye on is is uh, the CDC. They have they have destinations with risks of uh, community spread of coronavirus mm-hmm. on their homepage or at least on their travel homepage. This lists China, Hong Kong, Iran, Italy, Japan, Singapore, South Korea, Taiwan, and Thailand. Yeah, I mean the uh, New York State just got its first confirmed case of coronavirus. Yeah, and it was because the guy came back from Iran. Yeah, and then the first person died in the U.S. yesterday, right, in Washington State? Yeah, yeah but it was uh, – and they haven't released any details on, like, their age or whatnot. Yeah. So, so you know. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I'm, I'm certainly aware of it, following the news around it, but not feeling concerned yet, for at least from – again, for my immediate and, and family's immediate personal uh, safety and health. Are you able to work from home? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if for like extended period of time, like, has your office uh, communicated or sent out anything regarding like contingency plans? No. The hospital has been sending weekly emails. I think they sent four emails now with regards to the with regards to coronavirus. Just like, yeah, the basically there's there's no there's we're sending you updates. There's no risks or even potential right now for concern within our local community we're keeping eyes out for it we keep we're listening to the cdc um and if things change we'll let you guys know so with my personal work since i work behind a computer i could work from home especially mm-hmm. if something were like if if say there were a case in philly then i'd be then then yeah i think i could say well 
I, uh, I have a hefty plate of, of work that I need to get done. And so, uh, do, you know, good luck, <laughs> good luck to, to those who, who need to come into the office, but I'm going to be working from home because I don't need to be, I don't actually need to be here to get things done. And so I'm, I'm sure my bosses would be completely fine with that. I think that they would probably send that, send that, um, notice out before I would have to say anything about it. I just don't know about the people who would actually have to come in. Like, you know, the people who do the wet lab work, they have to, you know, come in, do stuff with their cells, get things, you know, going sequence, sequence DNA and whatnot. So that stuff, you can't do that from home. So I'm not sure how they would go about doing that. But from my point of view, I would be able to work from home just fine. And what about Lana? Like, what is the... Uh, same like same, same for her. Be? Yeah, same okay. for her. Yeah, so... Oh, CNN just post pushed me a notification. Second death in oh, America. Yeah. yeah. Government officials are also saying that face masks aren't necessary because, you know, you having a face mask on is, face mask on is not going to help you. Is to, it's if you have it that you should be wearing it. I see. So I, yeah, I, I remember seeing something about the face masks early when it was, I think, still in, uh, in, in just in China. And I had heard something about the face masks, face masks not working, and I didn't understand that. So I guess that's yeah. that's what it's about. Yeah, the idea is if you're infected, you should be holding in your like exhales and whatnot. Yeah, like with uh, via mask, and us like people that are not infected. Uh, the, the efficacy of it is very, very low because also most people don't know how to wear it properly. Yeah, I think it's something also about the like if 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 I have it and say I cough and and a uh, a viral a viral infected you know piece of mucus or whatever hit lands somewhere and you touch that and then touch your nose or your face or whatever, like then you're getting it. It's not that you're breathing in the same air that I'm exhaling. It's not. I don't think it's necessarily airborne like that. That would be a problem. Mm-hmm. So I think it's me touching something that an infected person has coughed on or or whatever. Got it. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's uh, it's interesting. Um, it's good to know that you guys have you guys are in a in an op- or position to be safe and not have to go in if you don't need to go in yeah definitely did you just sneeze that was me sneezing yeah oh my god yeah yeah normally i mute myself but i i thought i'd be able to hold that one well i think it's good for the listeners to hear that (laughs) you just got me sick (laughs) you sneezed right in my ear that's how that works yeah uh so yeah i don't know it's it's it i i think it's like i was saying earlier there's the way that the way that we have as a society have been able to advance over the last like a hundred years and combat, you know, viruses, bacteria and such in a way, you know, with, with vaccines as well as just with proper sanitary, um, or, or yeah, you know, being sanitary in general, it's, it's, we, we've done a lot, but I think it's, I think the awareness of it and the fact that we are taking it seriously, it, it, it goes a long way with ensuring we beat this. So yeah. we'll continue to see how it goes. It's been, yeah. it's been about what, almost four months since the first case in China now. 
Really? Four I think, months? I guess not three months. I think the first case was in December. Wow. That's that's still longer than I thought it was that than I thought it was, certainly. I'm I'm let, let me quickly look it up. COVID nineteen. This is this is how the Walking Dead starts. It is. COVID nineteen uh, coronavirus disease twenty nineteen. That's how the, that I didn't I didn't actually know that's what the name meant. Like C O V I D COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. It literally stands for coronavirus twenty uh, coronavirus disease twenty nineteen. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's a bit on the nose. Yeah, God, where's the where's the imagination? It's it's been lost. Yeah. Uh, December twenty nineteen. I just can't see the first case or the first like you know a specific date and, and I can't see a specific date or day for where it was kind of identified and became public, but. Yeah. Males, let's see, here we go. Prognosis prognosis. Uh, so the median time for initial symptoms to death was fourteen days. Males have a death rate of two point eight percent, while females have a death rate of one point seven percent. Those under the age of fifties, their risk of death is less than half a percent, and those over the age of seventy is eight percent. No deaths have occurred f- under the age of ten. As of February 26th, 2020. Gotcha. All right. Well, I hope you guys are safe and I hope you guys are healthy. And uh, is there any, like, is there any part of this uh, trip that you're excited about doing or, or, or what have you that you haven't been able to do before on these trips? I'm nervous and excited about taking Gordon. Mm-hmm. The the idea so we've he's been on planes before as you know he just turned seven months he's a lot better at we are a lot better at handling him his like crying throughout the day he does he certainly doesn't cry as much as he did when he was like say two months old right but he does still have his fits when he when he does cry uh at night he's he's very impatient and i would say unreasonable at night you know, in the middle of the night when it comes to getting his food and being upset that he's been awake. So we're traveling with, we're traveling overnight. And so the hope is that he sleeps through most of the trip, but I wonder if he'll still, you know, if he'll wake up on his normal, like wake up times and be as inconsolable. And if he is, if we can comfort him and calm him down before it becomes a problem or like, you know, for where it starts to interrupt other people on the plane. Yeah. I just don't want to be those parents. It'll be it'll be exciting to introduce him to a lot of family that won't be able to meet him or haven't been able to meet him. Like wouldn't be able to meet him um, without us traveling to them. So that'll be exciting. But um, yeah, it'll. I, I'm I'm looking forward to just to to settle again once we get there to just kind of because it's not like a it's not like a vacation vacation where we're gonna be like you know kicking it right yeah 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 so i'll i'll be working from there for a bit so i'm looking forward to getting you know just just comfortable relaxed getting the travel aspect of it done and meeting and meeting up with people that we haven't seen for a bit um the uh i think what you should be nervous about is gordon coming back with an accent So Lena's stepdad was telling me that the other day. He's like, when she would go for extended periods of time when she was young, she would come back with like a little accent. 
But honestly, I'd just be happy if Gordon was saying any type of words when we came back. He still, I can't remember if I told this on the podcast, but he does this thing every now and again where he's crying. I think I told this. He would be crying, and when he's like, he he's he's doing like a long like ah right, but mm-hmm. he will like start to close his mouth when he's doing that, and it ends up sounding like he's saying mama because he's like ah ma ma ma. So if he could figure out how to do that when he's not crying, that would be pretty impressive. He started to crawl a little bit. So I I I I, I posted the picture I think or the video I mean on uh on Instagram I think. I can't remember if I posted that one or not, but he's starting to crawl a little bit. He he can get onto his knees, but he gets a little overzealous because he doesn't he he kind of like drops or tries to pull both legs forward at the same time. He doesn't know to like do one at a time so that he can keep his balance. So he oftentimes he kind of just um just spreads out on the ground entirely because he 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 tries to to do both at the same time. He can still move forward a little bit, but it's not very controlled. Well, he's getting there. Yeah, he's got he a lot of start. teeth too, man. What, what do you? Whoa! What do you mean? He's got two bottom teeth, two top teeth. He's got two more teeth coming in at the top. I think he's also got another tooth coming at the bottom. Lena said earlier today, like this dude is it, is, he, it, is it too many teeth? It's a lot of teeth for his age. Um, I don't. And it's not like unusual. It's not like oh, it's bad. I think it's just sooner than usual, but it's not like unheard of either. We were talking to a family friend yesterday. They came over. Um, the, the, the daughter is nine years old now, but apparently she, her first teeth didn't come in until she was 15 months old. Oh, well. And it just, again, as a reminder, Gordon is seven months, and he is he is, he he already has like four fully developed baby teeth now. Maybe not developed, hmm. fully emerged. I think that's the proper word. Fully emerged baby teeth. It's unimpacted, right? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what the word is. It's emerged, you said? I think so. I don't know. Gotcha. I think they're technically all there. They just haven't yeah. broken through yet. But yeah, so he's uh he's developing overall pretty well. It's 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 cool to play with him now and cuz he like he 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 smiles and, and laughs and so if if he's in a playful mood at least you can definitely get like a, a laugh out of, out of him. He he smiles at everything, and Lena says he's definitely a huge flirt. So he's when we're in public and he gets attention, especially from women, he's always like smiling back, or it's not even smiling back. He'll like initiate the smile too. He'll smile. He'll smile at her first <laughs> to draw a smile out of her. Yeah. He's not smiling at you. No, he smiles at me all the time too. But when okay. he sees when he sees me and Lena after he hasn't seen like if we like come into a room for the first time, he'll smile. This morning I woke up and uh, he sometimes he wakes up and he's pretty like calm when he wakes up. He he doesn't cry or fuss or anything. So sometimes we'll wake up and he's already awake and he's kind of like got his head lifted out of his, um, his. He sleeps in a pack and play with a little mattress thing. And so you can like see his head peeking out from above when he's like pushing his body up. And so I open my eyes and I see him <laughs> and I just like immediately shut my eyes. And, uh, you know. Uh, when he finally went because I was kind of like faking like I was asleep and when he finally sees that I'm awake he starts to get excited and he smiles at me so I like you know go over and pick him up we start to play and stuff so it's pretty cool it's pretty cool so far just like the development and how different he is and than when he was Hell yeah. obviously just a week ago but a month ago and and certainly six months ago so I feel like uh I feel like one day you should have him listen to all this stuff yeah 
<laughs> when he's when you, when you ground them, but you gotta listen to another episode. <laughs> that's his punishment. Is that what you're saying? That that's that's what the that's what the people the people that listen to this podcast they're being punished in, by by listening yeah. to this. Yeah. No, when you punish uh, when you punish Gordon, you can be like you can listen to a. Uh, you can. What are we gonna be? Okay, boomers? No, okay, zoomers. I don't know what you um, what you call us. Yeah, but he'll he'll be like, hey, you gotta listen to this on uh on the internet. But I, you know, this is such an antiquated use of technology. Can I listen to it on like whatever so and so? He's like, nope, you gotta listen to it with a pair of headphones. Yada yada. He goes, what is this? <laughs> yeah, sounds like a bad episode of Seinfeld. Probably. All right. Well, um, should we get out of here? Yeah, yeah. It's late. We go to sleep. It is late. All right. Yeah. I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week.